Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deja vu, it feels like. Another 4 nothing shutout? Didn't we just do this? Should we just replay that post-game show? I'm in. My goodness. Thank you all for tuning in to the PHX Coyotes post-game show. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan, Steve Peters, and uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Um, my dinner was good. Yeah, I've seen a lot of comments about your dinner already. There have been a lot of comments. <laughs> which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, or right now, actually, we can, <laughs> we can get to it right away. Let's just talk about Craig's dinner. Let's just do it right off the top. If you missed this on Twitter, Craig literally did a bring your own charcuterie board. He, oops, he crafted this. I'm just spilling water it. on the floor. Um, well, his his wife packed him a dinner Look in a lunchbox, and he l- brought his own tablecloth, mm-hmm. his own chilled Pellegrino, mm-hmm. and his own silverware. Uh, Kalamata olives. Yeah, not OGs. I know someone thought they were OGs, no. but um. good hard salami. I had. Uh, you guys, you guys want to know the cheeses? I had uh, port salute. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Somehow there. it's more interesting than this game. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm trying right now? I'm trying the peach for the first time because Petey tells me I need to it's try amazing. the peach golden Wait, try, Drink it right now. All I right, want to get take your... a sip right here. Petey just checked his watch, by the way. <laughs> well, no, I'm just going to see how long it takes until I get a talk in the show. No. Like we're two minutes in. Eh, whatever. It's kind of like the Coyotes in the first few minutes of this you game like that it? they didn't decide to play for no, the first freaking 12. It's a subtle peach. Okay, we'll let it's you go about the No, they, they didn't get a shot on goal for the first 12 minutes. For 12 minutes, you know, that's a long time in a hockey game to not get a shot in 12 minutes. This team continues to do that. However, they end up with more than 30. I know. Absolutely amazing. Too bad they weren't ready to play when the puck dropped on this one. This one was over by halfway through the first game over. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like five minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Literally, literally. It's too bad. I feel bad for, for, for uh, Connor Ingram because, I, I, you know what? He didn't get a lot of run support again tonight. Shut up. Can't win. No. Can't win if you can't score. Not a lot of good defensive play in front of him early in this good game. Good God, either, so. no. Like, are we taught? I get so tired about talking about their poor defending and turnovers yeah. inside their own zone, and it just continues to be a problem. I will say this for Connor Ingham, though. He can't kick the puck back out on those rebounds and give them a second and a third opportunity uh, on two of those. So, I, I, you know, it's not his sharpest he's played either. The reality is that building is just horrific for the Arizona Coyotes. They've won once in their last 15 times into Dallas. It's a tough building to play in. 
We've already talked about how tired this team is yes. against the number one team in the Central Division. This didn't look good going in. No. And it ended probably pretty close to what we thought it was going to end up with uh, with Dallas on top. Yeah. And it's Connor Ingram. I mean, he made 35 of 39. He almost had a 900 save percentage in the end, but it's you can't win if your team doesn't score goals. And now they haven't scored a goal for six straight periods of hockey. Like, it, mm. it just the thing that bothers me about this stretch right now. And listen, I'm fine with all the losing. I am. But there was a stretch of time where they were losing and it was fine. Like even in that nine game losing streak, they were still close games. They were still entertaining games. These games have just been, and I can't even blame them. I mean, we've gone over the schedule so many times and I can't like, we're tired. I can't even imagine how much tired, like how much more tired they are. Just a brutal, brutal, ruthless, ruthless schedule. And it's just been, it's just basically survive until the all-star break. When they lost the last game at home, we, we, we got Andre and I, I told you guys this off camera, but the last question, you know, he was talking about, you know, the, the situation they're in with the schedule, you know, and he's saying, you know, you're saying it's, it's tough, but they got to find a way. And I said, and I said, now you got to get back on a plane. And he started to go there. He started to finally show how frustrated he was with the schedule that they're facing, but he cut himself off because. Yeah. You can't do that as a coach. You can't do that as players. But listen, it's real. It's real. It's not It's not just that they're playing 15 games in 26 days, which there are a lot of teams that are playing condensed schedules this year. It's the fact that the Coyotes don't get to settle in to any kind of homestand because of their situation at Mullet. They'll play at most three home games and they go back on the road for a game or two. They come back home, play. They go back on the road again. It's exhausting. And you're really seeing it in this team now. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you talk about these schedules too, and you start looking ahead at some important hockey games, and they play Anaheim a couple times. Anaheim has seven goal, seven games in, in in this span where the Coyotes have eight, so it's similar. But Anaheim's on a road trip right now, and they're on a one, two, three, four. They're going to play the Coyotes the fifth of a six game road trip for them. They're traveling from Buffalo. I would assume they'll fly today because they played Buffalo already. The game's over there en route right now to Arizona. And they'll be here all day tomorrow. Will be a complete day off. Then Monday will be a day off. So they'll be here wow. in Arizona when the Coyotes are playing Vegas. So well rested. They're both Rest flying. Up, Anaheim. They're probably going to pass each other in the air. It's one of those times when they're both going to land roughly about the same time. And the difference is Anaheim has two days of no games, and the Coyotes have to play Vegas in less than twenty four hours. So that bodes well for Anaheim on Tuesday, um, which we said before for the tank. That's might be a good thing. They're, they're, this team is not going to get a rest until the All-Star break. That's it. So they're just going to have to find a way and muscle through it. Is there a win? If there is, I'm not sure where it is. <laughs> because I just said what Anaheim's schedule is. But then Anaheim, I would think if there's a win, it's in Anaheim on the 20th. The last game of this um, is at 8.30 start local. Yes. That Woo. might be their win down the stretch. Woo. All right. <laughs> Well, let's let's muscle through talking about this one. There's not <laughs> there's not a ton. There's genuinely not a ton to get to. Um, so let's take a look at the numbers on this one. Uh, basically, just didn't even have to change anything from last time. Shots for nothing. Like you mentioned, PD, the Coyotes actually had 33 shots on goal. Um, and you found this stat that the Coyotes are one six and one when they have more than 30 shots on goal in a game. Which, you know, it's funny because we often sit here saying. Um, that's the benchmark. Oh, why don't you? Yeah. Sh- they need to shoot. They need to shoot. You can't win if you don't get shots. But the truth is, 
the fewer shots on goal, somehow they seem to win it those games. It absolutely makes no sense. It, it makes after the benchmark is 30 shots. You want to get 30 shots on goal. That's what you try to go into a game thinking, oh, if we get 10 shots per period, it's 30 shots for the game. They can't win when they get that much offense. I, I, I That makes no sense to me. Um, this is a team we wanted to get more shots on goal. And through 20, 12 minutes, they had none. So you figured, okay, we're there in trouble. They did have some good looks. Carconi has a breakaway. Great save by Ottinger. I thought um, Schmaltz and Keller had really good looks on the power play in one power play. And, and I don't think, but by the time they got the third power play of the game, it's late in the third period. The game was over. I, I don't think they really had much juice left, and I didn't think they had much of an effort there. But this team is going to have to find a way to score on the power play. At some well, point. Well, if they can't score five on five, then you have to capitalize on that. Because even if you're only scoring power play goals, at least you're scoring. Like now we've gone through the stretch where they just, they can't score goals. And besides that game against Detroit where, you know, they took it to a shootout, they were losing 2-1 games last weekend, if you recall. So yeah. they're just, their offense has completely dried up. Seven of nine games they've had two or fewer. Seven of their last nine. Which is crazy because if you look at the start of the season, we were reading stats. Like, this is one of the few teams left in the NHL at the time that hadn't scored fewer than two goals, if yeah. you recall. So yeah. it is just interesting. This season kind of feels like a flip of what we experienced last season where hmm. it started horrible. It got, you know, better here and there. This one started a lot better. And I mean, I guess if you're going to be horrible, now's the time because we're seeing the results, which is the team plummeting in the standings. But... Man, is it brutal to get through. <laughs> yeah, that's it. we've talked about the, the you wanted them to be competitive. You want to watch competitive yeah. hockey, and lately they haven't been competitive. But again, I know we sound like broken records. So you got to give them yeah. somewhat of a hall pass on this because the schedule is just, it's killing them. Yep. Yep. It's it killing absolutely them. is. Um, well, let's take a look at your keys, keys. PD. Um, and <sighs> you're usually pretty on point with these. So let's see how it did tonight. Well, road woes <laughs> is clearly a problem. That's our 15th straight. Not only did they they struggle on the road, they haven't beat a central division team on the road this entire season. That bodes well for the tank. <laughs> to remind people, in, that is their division. Yeah, now. The division <laughs> you're in, the teams you play the most, yeah. and you haven't yeah. won once on the road, that is good for the tank, not good for the team. They weren't ready to play. They didn't get a sh shot on goal 12 minutes in. They're down. Game was over by the time the Coyotes woke up and were ready to play. So that didn't clearly didn't check that box. Jamie Benn's one of those players that just beats the Coyotes. That's mm -hmm. just what he does. He plays well against this team. He's got 18 career goals against this Coyotes team. He scores a goal on the power play five minutes in that makes this one out of reach before it even gets started. Defend the crease. We talked about the blue paint and, and their ability to get to rebounds and second chance opportunities. So I give the Coyotes 0 for 3 on the keys, <laughs> which leads to a loss. Yep. Not not great. Um, and I it's so funny this morning. I was on DraftKings and I was looking at this game because I was thinking maybe I'll take a player prop or something. And on DraftKings, it's cool because you can see what percentage of the bets are placed on which yeah. team. Guess what percentage of the bets were on the Coyotes for this one? Five percent. <laughs> you want to give a guess? I feel like I can't go any lower. How about zero? Um, five is actually correct. <laughs> It was. I should have bet on that. It was five percent of the bets were on the Coyotes, ninety-five percent on the Stars. So, congrats to the ninety-five percent of people who bet on the Stars today. You would have won yourself some money on DraftKings, and I, you guys, I won myself some money because if you recall the promotion that if you lose a bet, you get a free bet back. So I had that free bet from yep. that, and I was went to go use it today because it expired today. And I decided, oh, let me just throw it on a first touchdown score because, you know, good return if it hits. And if it doesn't hit, it was a free bet. Travis Kelsey, first touchdown score, plus 500. I won. 
I won. Unreal. So I'm very thrilled about that um, today on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you want to do stuff like that on DraftKings, you can do so. Uh, we're right in the middle of the NH- NFL divisional round. And right now, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now that you've had a few sips, what are your thoughts on the peach? I like the peach. You were it's dead subtle, on right? the way you described it, too. It's it's like a, I heard peach. I'm like... Yeah, same. I but it's the same. really subtle peach flavor. It's yeah. good. It's, it's good. really it's refreshing. refreshing. It's Bingo. really summer. Like, it, uh, yeah. it's green Citrusy summer. summer. It does. And what are you drinking right now? I, I went with the Rattle on Red yeah. Ale because, You're a red as we guy. said last week, there's no kilt lifter in, in the, the office. office. <laughs> you might have drank it all, Petey. I did because nobody else drinks it. But and now it's gone. Except for half of Arizona. Yeah. Apparently. Yes. The most popular, popular beer in yeah. Four Peaks Arsenal. Well, if you want to drink with us, you can do so this coming Wednesday. Last Wednesdays are back. Join the PHNX crew at the 8th Street Pub on January 25th. All of the shows are live and in person throughout the day. We're the first ones up at 11 a.m. So we hope you join us. Enjoy $3 beer specials. Come say hi to us. Get some chicken tenders. It's going to be a lot of fun. I missed last Wednesdays. Uh, it's really fun. Yeah, it's been a while since we've I been know. there. So. It's, it's fun to, I mean, not to me hang personally, out. Not because I did go another time. Just saying. Yes. I, I mean, it's not the only time I go to Fort Try Peaks, the dip. But the what? The dip. The French dip. Oh, I'll try it. Maybe. I'll, yeah, your good. food recommendations at Four Peaks have been on point. Maybe not so much your other food takes but that's for another day um specifically canadian food takes yeah okay sorry it's okay well as you can imagine in this one another four nothing shout out if you watched our last post game show we gave king to a member of the other team and this time we thought eh, like that's a little mean and and pd likes to get creative in selecting the king so why don't you explain so our process here? we like to play little games to pick the king of the game so what today we did is we put players names onto bean bags and we played cornhole and the idea was whoever's closest to the hole wins we weren't aware how good leah is at this game <laughs> so my plan didn't necessarily work but this is how we picked tonight's king of the game so go ahead and roll it DraftKings King of the Game. We have a three-way tie for King of the Game because Leah, and I don't know if you watched that, two of the three went straight in. Literally straight in. Like, didn't slide up the table, like, nailed it, swished. Not playing her at the company picnic. (laughs) Troy Stutcher, Jack McBain, Yusuf Alamaki are tonight's DraftKings Kings of the Game, and their stats are closest to the hole. But we have to explain... Why we chose the eight we did. We picked the guys that were at that time not a minus for the game. And I think they, they ended up still not being a minus. Yep. So those we Dell picked the, after that, the yeah. eight players that did not have a minus were the ones that had their names on the beanbags. So that's how it was picked. And those are our <laughs> DraftKings 
Can the game and Leah has a new hidden talent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very I, impressive. I'm, I'm waiting to see what you guys come up with for the next game. <sighs> what we're gonna do? I, I won't even know. be here. I'll be at Ve- I'll, I'll be watching Vegas. Well, hopefully and somebody you guys presents themselves naturally. Yeah. Yeah. There is a rumor that you're. Uh, I might actually go to this game. I too. heard that too. I can't remember where I heard it though. Hmm. I think it was you. There's a rumor yeah. I may actually go see a little bit of the Vegas Golden Knights. And by the way, shout out to Chi-Town Cornhole for our custom cornhole boards. Buddy. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. So. They have actually Phoenix is on it. I've got yeah. the Phoenix shirt. There's Phoenix on them. They have lighted up. They have There's score things on the back. Cup holders on. They're money. Money. Yep. Absolute money. And now that they're here in the office and I've unlocked this new talent, I can't yeah. wait to play yeah. more. Section 109 tomorrow, by the way, PD will be signing autographs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right on that. Yeah. Um, vaguely Sober checking in for their daily super chat. We appreciate you, Vaguely. $1.99, PHNX, Tank Strong. You are correct, Vaguely. And that leads us to talk about this next thing, which besides Anaheim, everybody participated in the tank tonight. Um, Columbus won. 5-3. It would have wow. been better if that game went to overtime and then they won because then San Jose would have gone a point. But if one of those teams had to win, Columbus, mm. Montreal beat Toronto. Wow. And Chicago beat St. Louis. Blackhawks. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Everybody participated except, you know who blew it? The Buffalo Sabres. Bluff, Buffalo Sabres did <laughs> not participate. So thanks for taking one for the team, Sean. I, no, I don't know what but, you want but, me to but, say. But, they're, they're a city of winners. All That's kidding all aside... <laughs> We said just a few weeks ago that this Arizona Coyote team was, what, 11 points? 11 points. From Chicago yep. at the time? And we said, well, there's no chance. They're, they're at best looking at 30th, maybe 29th. One point. One point. 15 straight games like this? Are you Audi? Or pre- no, it's 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 well, it's three. The Blackhawks are only one back. I don't think they've... It's three oh, to they Columbus. did update it? Yeah, three to Columbus. Yeah. And one to the Blackhawks and two to Anaheim. But they didn't and the Blackhawks have yeah. two games in hand, right? I think they have two games in hand. Yes, they do. Which is crazy. So the Blackhawks are playing well. And we've said this all along. They're a better team than the Coyotes on paper. And what's going to be interesting for all of these teams. First, and I'm sorry to say this to all of the fans of those four teams, Arizona, Anaheim, Chicago, Columbus, those teams suck. <laughs> They're bad hockey teams. That if you watch them play, they have some good players. They have some very, very high skilled players. But as a team, these they're not ready to win. Mm. They're not as a group of twenty ready to win. So this is absolutely going to be a race to the finish in the bottom of the basement, without a doubt. The thing to look for is who can unload their players one the fastest yeah. and unload the right players that are going to make a big difference in losing in the tank. And we talk about the Coyotes. We talked about Gostas Bear, Chick Grin, potentially, Richie, potentially. And, of course, Minnesota's <laughs> native Nick Bugstead is also on that list. You take Bugstead and Gostas Bear and Chick Grin out of that room, the room changes. And the, the guys are going to be dejected. But you go to Chicago and you take a Patrick Kane out of that room, Guy that's won cups. He's a guy that's a veteran leader in that room for year after year after year. We'll see what that does to that room too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be they interesting keep to see. Winning without him in the lineup, though. See what happens. Yeah, he was back tonight, but yeah, Anaheim. Anaheim's going to unload too. So like, I mean, like people. <clears throat> I, I know each city talks about. Oh, when we unload our players, everybody's trying to do it. It's it's yep. like you said. Who's going to have the most success? Because yep. I mean, everything's everything is uh, at a stalemate right now in terms of the trade deadline. I'm I'm wondering if something might shake free a little bit at the All Star break when GMs have the chance to assess their needs. You got this break. You say, okay, let's. It's pretty clear what we need. Let's go make that move. Do you want to get ahead of the game? 
if you're a playoff contender, do you want to get those pieces before or they're gone out. or before the market starts yeah, demanding like you can kind greater of, return? You can kind yeah. of set the yes. market in that sense rather yeah. than get it being desperate at the end. But so, as we see with GMs usually... It's, it goes to the deadline. Deadlines. If there's a deadline, they'll get to it. Five but, weeks. but one of the things to look for, too, is we talked about how a locker room, how important a room is and how guys get along. And you lose a piece that is well-liked. And I'll use Nick Bugstead, and I know we joke about Nick Bugstead, no, but he's but well-liked in that locker room. He's time. a leader. He's a guy that's been around the league. And I think the players really sincerely like him in that room. If he leaves, that disrupts the room. There are other locker rooms where you have a guy that they might not necessarily like. And when that player leaves and you get a guy like, I'll bring up this franchise, Michael Carcone comes in and you go, guys like Carcone. He works hard. He's done his paid his dues in the American League. You actually can get a little jump, even though you're getting a player from the American League and losing a bigger name, real NHL player. Yep. You can get a jump the other direction just based on locker room dynamics and giving that kid an opportunity to play more. You wonder, can Carcone, for example, come in here and light it up for 10 games? Yeah. He, he might. And the same could be said for a guy like Lucas Reichel with the Blackhawks when he gets the call back up. Right, exactly. So, yeah, you just don't know how it's going to play out. You don't know how the dynamics are going to look. But we have seen one of the biggest telltale signs of who's going to win this battle for the basement is where are the team's team defending and where is their goaltending? Because I think you can't outscore some of these numbers, and clearly we're seeing that with all four of these teams. Zegris gets two today, and you go, okay, he's they, they might get, but they're just not strong enough at defending, and their goaltender Gibson hasn't had a great season either. So you can't outskill and outscore some of your d defensive shortcomings. And I think that's what's really going to come down to this. And sorry, Coyote fans, this team has not shown over the last few games their ability to defend and their ability to stop the opponents from scoring. Yep. Uh, I want to read two comments. One, this one made me laugh. Uh, when you mentioned PD's autograph signing, Ogie said, I'll be in 107 not signing autographs. I appreciated <laughs> that. And then also, Eric said, I think this is the first time I've joined you all, and I enjoy it. Welcome, Eric. Thank you so much oh, for up, tuning Eric? into the show, and thanks for commenting, and we hope you come back soon. Yeah. See you, but, but Eric, like tomorrow night. We will say this. Sometimes, two nights after that, sometimes it's, it's fun in here, and he should have been here against the Toronto game, because, by the way, we beat Toronto twice. The Coyotes did. <laughs> Actually beat them the entire year in 2022. Yeah, for four saying. straight in 2022. So those shows are Isn't fun. Isn't it like 28 straight games? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I've lost count. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, 2002 in Toronto. Um, but but sometimes we have to have a little pack ther therapy and all pull together and muscle our way through this till we can get through the rebuild to the other side. And that's all we're doing is holding each other's hands through the rebuild. And we'll be ready. Parade starts on Van Buren. Actually, it's on Mill now. <laughs> Mill Avenue. Yeah. It was going to be on Van Buren, but that was or Rio Salado in America West. No. Rio Salado. Yeah, it could be on Rio Salado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, somebody had, Roaring Fork pointed out they haven't scored since Krause has been out. Just saying. <laughs> it, does make a, it does make a big difference. And we it not only talked about Krause's offense, it's his ability to separate the opponents from the puck, add a physical presence, kill penalties, all the things that he does. He's the front on the second power play unit. He is a big loss uh, on this lineup right now. And we know he's his goal-scoring prowess, but he's a big, big loss for this team right yeah. now. This team needs to be healthy. Well, and the other thing is, like, the, I mean, we're now doing the second shutout in a row, and we're Kraus being out, and he's mm. leading the team in goals. And you look to the next guy who's next in goals, and it's Clayton Keller. But Clayton Keller has been very, very quiet lately. Uh, some stats in his past 10 games, he has one goal and one assist. And there's already eight games this month in which he does not 
have a point, which I know they've played a lot of games this month, but for your, you know, the guy that you look to as, you know, the guy who's supposed to be producing for you and this team's all-star, it almost yeah. feels like, and, and not, I'm not saying they're correlated. It just feels like ever since he's been named all-star, he just hasn't lived up to that title. And again, everything we already said on the show, the schedule, the the workload, all of it. Like I, I'm going to give him a little bit of grace. I'm not going to go after him completely, but your stars need to be stars, and yeah. he hasn't been. And that another thing, another change that somebody mentioned is that Barrett Hayton's between Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller, and they haven't been producing. So do you go back to Travis Boyd? Do you, and I, I don't want to say that that's the sole reason, because I think Barrett Hayton has, for the most part, played really well. Uh, and the schedule, of course, is grinding these guys down. But, you know, they did they did have some success with Travis Boyd between them, uh, obviously, last year and earlier this season. So... We'll see what they try to do to shake Clayton Keller out of this slump. Maybe it's just a matter of rest, although he's, he's the one guy who's not going to get a lot of rest. He's okay. going to go to South Florida. Two things. Well, one, I, I thought he had a really good look on the power play today, which he hasn't had in the last few power plays, so that's great. We talk about Keller a lot, and one of the fears I have coming off his big injury is the amount of ice time this guy gets without having any training camp. He, again, leads all forwards on this team again in ice time, and at some point you have to go... Maybe he's tired. And I, I hate to use that excuse to professional athletes. They got to be, be able to play, but he, he continually, every night after night after night, he's playing 18 to 22 minutes, 23 minutes, one night, 24 minutes. It's a lot of ice time for a guy that plays in so many key situations. Nobody needs the all star break more than Clayton Keller, but instead of getting a rest and sitting, putting his feet up in Arizona, he's flying the other side of the country. Yep. I mean, I, I know that it's not a hard game to play, and I know they're going to have fun. I but get all that, but you still have to do it. Anytime you get on an airplane is exhausting. Hundred percent, and and, and that far away, two time zones. So I, I'm concerned about what his start is going to be like after the All Star break. I, he just doesn't ever get a break, and I don't know. At some point, maybe when Michelli comes back and they, they go to a twelve forward lineup, that he can play sixteen minutes in a game, seventeen yeah. minutes. If in a they game. go to a twelve forward lineup. Yeah, if and, and they may yeah. never. Yeah, I, I'm just I get concerned because his production is starting to drop off, and I wonder if that's part of it. I don't clearly. I don't know. I sit here by a microphone, so I don't know uh, what his workload's like. How is you know his heart rate monitor and all of those numbers they check after games, and how is he dealing with his rest? They know. Yeah, but I'm worried. The other thing that I think about, like we're coming up with a lot of reasons why this might be happening, you don't get any practice time to iron no. out the kinks. If you're if you're if bad habits are creeping into your game, there's no time to work on them. No time to correct him. All you can do is, you know, you know this, show him video and say, hey. Yeah. But when you're not getting but the reps you're out on the there, ice, it yeah. doesn't matter. You need yeah. the reps. You need the video. And then you got to go on the ice and learn it. And then you go out in the games and correct it. Like it, it's, a it's a circle. Video, practice, game. Video, practice, game. It just goes round and around and around for 82 yeah. games plus the postseason. I want to come back to a comment that, that Julia made a little guy because we were just done talking about the trade deadline and getting talking about trades. We've talked about Jacob Chicken for a year. Yep. on getting traded. And we talked about his value once he gets playing. We've talked about how well he started off. Again, he's a, a, similar to Keller, kind of slowed down just a little bit. Is there a chance he's still here after the trade deadline? Yes, there's absolutely a chance. Yeah. First of all, if if Bill doesn't get what he wants for Jacob Chikrin, yeah, he'll be here. That They'll go to the draft and they'll try and trade him again at the draft. The other side of this that I don't know, like... Last season, Jacob Chickren did not enjoy playing hockey. He he had a bad season. Part of it was on him. He didn't enjoy himself. 
he's enjoying himself. He told us this when you yeah. and I interviewed him. He's he's having fun again. I don't get the sense that the pressure to deal him is the same as it was. Yeah. In the that's what I, that's what I was going to yeah. say too because I don't feel like hey he might not be all aboard the tank train and thinking this is awesome, but I don't have the sense of get me the hell out of here. I don't I don't have that sense that we did right. a year ago right at this time to a bubble team or something. Yeah, I, I don't think that's you know if he gets a chance to go for a team that's genuinely contending for a yeah, cup. Yeah, we okay. talk about Toronto a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, sure. If, if he can go to the Toronto Maple Leafs and have a run at the cup with Matthews or the and Boston Martin. Bruins, yeah, yeah. I mean, you for know, sure like that. But yeah, yeah it's interesting because I I do think if if he doesn't get the price he wants and he stays and it gets to the draft and you're looking, oh shit, the Coyotes are picking first. And it is, and he can, he's a smart enough kid. It's Connor Bedard. We got Michelli. Cooley's coming along. We yeah. got Connor Geeky. That kid can play. Maybe I'm going to hang on here a little bit. I'm only 24 years old. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, if Connor Bedard comes through the door and you're still on the roster, that might change your opinion it might. things a little bit. Yeah. It might. And, and we even talk in jest a lot about Austin Matthews. But again, you guys want to go win and you look somewhere and go, oh my God, they've got four or five studs in their 20s. Plus you look at Keller and Chikrin if he stays and Kraus and they're in their 20s and you go, this team might not be bad. So I I think it may become more attractive to free agents. Again, not next season, but when you see the new Ted getting built and you go, oh, maybe. And and people laugh and, oh, this is poverty franchise, all that. Forget it. When they get a new building on Tempe Town Lake with the weather they have in Arizona, with guys that can play and an attempting to win, I'm telling you, free agents are going to want to come here. I promise you they're going to want to come here. And the tax situation. Let's say it, too. There's there that. Yeah. Too. No, players definitely consider that. And yep. this okay. is the perfect time for me to tell you, if you haven't yet watched uh, PD's Puck Talk mm. from yesterday, PD did a, a liter- like a video breakdown of Jacob Chikrin's last season to this season and what he improved upon from his possibly the worst year of his career yeah. to this one where he's playing at a, a much better level. Um, there's there's video, there's quotes directly from Chick himself. So check that out. It's on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel. It's also on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. The link that is. So check it out. PD uh, worked, cool. yeah, worked really hard on it. It's really cool. It's really cool to see. Um, and if you're trying to learn the game a little bit and different ways as i've said a million times yeah. we have we have a former coach on staff it's like it's yeah. it's an unbelievable resource that you just don't see anywhere yep and that when when pd breaks down a play i said this on twitter as well pd breaks down a play i trust it he knows the system he knows everybody around the league he talks to all these people so i'm not going to do that i'm not going to do what pd does because i'm probably going to make a mistake in it because <laughs> i don't know all the intricacies of those plays and those situations and the differences between the teams that guy does Wow. Thanks, Craig. I appreciate okay, that. And the chat is Wow, I literally too. speechless it rarely <laughs> happens to me. No, it, it's it's oh, truly it's thanks. truly unbelievable. And that's why you should become a member at gophnx.com, become a diehard, um, because this is the sort of thing that, that you get um when you're a diehard as well. So we we appreciate you. We appreciate our Discord. We appreciate our diehards. Um, drop drop a diehard in the chat. I know everyone does that. Die hard for B- Bedard. I love how that's die kind hard of for Bedard. become the thing. Um, but yeah, just, yeah. We're, we're well, I got my diehard jacket in today. I wore it. Oh, you did? And yeah, I love, I, I love the Phoenix shirt. I went with Phoenix today. Love it. I, yeah. Love it. I mean, I mean I'm in, I'm in a quandary for my PHNX locker right now. I'm debating on another, as you call sweater, what I would call a sweatshirt. I I'm debating on getting another one because I know winter could be over tomorrow. But it's cold right now. Oh, I'm just to Arizona. There's another T-shirt, another hoodie. I don't know. 
Check it out. Get another hoodie. The locker. Check out the Amazing. locker. And when you grab your locker merch, your shirts, wear them to mullet. We actually like, we sometimes see people. Love it. When we're at mullet, we'll Cody see people. Mullet. We'll Cody see it wide. on camera too. That's really cool for us. Um, what? Can I just address a Roots tweet about, or comment about Connor Timmons? <laughs> You, I need you to pay attention, buddy, because Connor Timmons has been in and out of the lineup. He's played about half the games this month. He's been a healthy scratch the Connor, other half. Once the Toronto Maple Leafs got healthy and they're going to get healthier, he's a, a number six defenseman on that team, maybe a number seven defenseman team. Slow your roll but, on Connor Timmons. He got off to a hot start. I'm going to get mad at A-Root. Well, I'm just saying. But, like the, I, I hear this all the time. I, I, we, we've talked about, yes. okay, should they have given up on a right-handed defenseman who still has potential? But it's it's not like, oh, my God, he's unbelievable. Slow your roll. They, they put him in great situations initially. They evaluated him. And then they took a step back and evaluated what they saw, and they thought, mm, he's probably a third-pair guy at this point. Well, I will also say this. If, if you look at the stats, the Toronto Maple Leafs, are ninth in goals. Right, they put up a ton of Goals points. four per game yeah. in the NHL. You know who isn't ninth? Mm-hmm. The Arizona Coyotes. They're 28th in goals for but Toronto scores more. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good, Arut. I'm just, I just want people to understand that. Like, if if you look at what's happened recently, but that, but that, and Arut, I'll say this: this is one of the things that comes up a lot when we talk about draft picks. We talk about Marner versus Strom. Well, Marner's got all these points. He's playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. With with, with Austin, Austin friggin' Matthews. Yep. Like Dylan Strom played here. Like, I, no offense to here, but it's here. And so it makes a big difference. You can't... Connor Timmons wasn't going to put those kind of numbers up here because no defenseman is except guys playing on the first power play like Gostas Bear and Chikrin. I'm not even Period. sure what happens to him as they get fully healthy. If he, if they may try and put him on waivers too. Yeah, and, and, and the same situation. You would have liked to have held on to a right-handed defenseman for the future that they're going to need a guy like Connor Timmons and he could have evolved into a player. Unfortunately, they were going to lose him for free. You had to make that move. Yeah, because they felt like he wasn't ready to play regularly. Yeah. So, Aaron, we hear yeah. Yeah. We wish we had a right-handed defenseman in the stable. And it's it's definitely a need within this organization, too. They need defensive prospects. Yep. Um, okay. <sighs> Circling back. Okay. When you grab your PHX merch, wear it to the games. Yes, at the mullet. Um, at the mullet. And if you want to get yourself some tickets to those games, you should check out Game Time. Save up to 60% when you buy your tickets last minute. Especially if you want to go tomorrow, see Vegas, see a, a top team in this league, a playoff team. Um Buy those, check game time tomorrow. Check as close as you can stomach to puck drop. I promise it's the cheapest tickets that you'll find. And the best way to support us is by using the link below in our description when you buy tickets. Um, and then let us know what games you're going to. There's three Coyotes home games coming up here this week. So lots of opportunities to see them in action. And maybe the mullet magic with the help of the fans can help. Lift this team at least to scoring some goals. Not necessarily winning, but yeah, scoring. Yeah, you don't want to see the guys go through this. No, no. this has been it's brutal. so hard This on has the been brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just has. But no. are you? I'm not done. Okay. Um, but luckily for us, not maybe for them, but for us, we have OGs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because on Boy, nights howdy. like this, and I got to give you credit, you haven't sighed a ton tonight. No. We haven't really had to break out the nope. OG side tracker, but... Um, thank goodness we have OGs because they're amazing. They serve every need. You can take the Sleep Edition gummy. They have microdose. They have indica, sativa, different flavors. Black. We tried the blackberries and cream the other week. Unreal. Um, and I can't wait to try the strawberries and cream new flavor. Um, you must be 21 or older to enjoy 
OGs, but you can find them at your local dispensary. So check them out there. So the Golden Knights are playing tonight at home. Yep. They're playing the Washington Capitals tonight. Beating them three nothing. Yeah. In the second period. So again, it's one of those, what did I say? Anaheim was flying in here. Coyotes are flying in here. And Vegas is flying in here. There's going to be three teams. Poor Rudy. Yeah, Jason Rudy's got to take him. <laughs> go, oh boy, howdy. It's a late night for Jason Rudy. Good luck yeah. with that, Jason. Um, so we'll we'll see the back-to-back. Both teams on a back-to-back. Vegas coming from home with an hour flight. Coyotes are flying from Dallas, what, two plus? Just yeah. a little over two. So they're going to get here about the same time. And I don't know what Sean just did, but whatever he did, he was very impressed with what he just did. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you could not do that again. So you put the water bottle upside the down. Goal right there. I literally, I, I tried yeah. to put it in the trash can. I somehow missed, and then it landed on its cap. Cap. Capside. Capside down. up. Like, capside up for a bottle. That's, no, that, capside down. Like, on it. Yeah, on its cap. cap. Like, down, that's sorry. impressive. I'd head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's almost as rare as the Coyotes never moving up in the draft lottery one time. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know what I feel about tomorrow with Vegas having to fly, too. I, I thought I had Vegas as a heavy favorite, but they're flying, too. Granted, they're going to come off a win, and it's only an hour flight, and they're a much better hockey team. But we'll see. Yeah. The pipe, be... Aiden Hill tomorrow gets the start. Probably, right? Former Coyote. Yeah. Love to Why see not? it. Um, all right. Well, let we've, I mean, we've talked about the upcoming schedule enough. I don't feel like we need sure. to talk about it again. But Just let's look. Anaheim twice. Yep. Yeah. Loose Anaheim twice. Let's look at the punch card, though. We started a new line. Very excited about this. Um, lots of red. Lots of red. But one step closer. So let's go. We're more than halfway, guys. We that's, are more than halfway. That's, that's a good feeling. That's what matters. All right, Craig. I'm handing over this next oh. segment to you. Yeah, I'm sure uh, a lot of people saw it by now. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the site Five for Howling, which has covered the Coyotes for SB Nation for more than a decade, like 15 years now, I think it is, that Five for Howling's been around. They were there for the good David Tippett years when they had the three straight playoffs. They were there for the for the run to the Western Conference Final. They were there for some of the dark days, like the 2014-15 season. There have been a lot of talented people that have come through there, a lot of hardworking people, a lot of people that I know, a lot of people that are my friends. And unfortunately, I got the news that uh, Vox Media is no longer going to, uh, yeah, it, it, it's over. It's basically over. I don't know if something else could possibly happen with the site, but Carl Pavlak, the guy who runs it now, uh, wrote wrote the story. And Fiverr Howling will, in, I think my understanding is, will cease to exist in February. And that's that's a long run. Um, like I said, I've I've known so many of these people over the years. I just saw Carl Putnam who wrote back in the days that I was talking about. Uh, I just saw him at the Caps game because he's a lifelong Caps fan. I worked with Jamie Eisner. You guys know Jamie mm-hmm. Eisner. I did a podcast with him for many years, uh, the Natty Hattie. Um, there's so many good people. I just feel awful. I, I feel awful for them. I feel awful for the Coyotes community because this team doesn't get enough coverage as it is. I mean, we're, we're filling a, a gaping void with what we do here. I just don't feel like enough outlets give the Coyotes enough coverage in this town. Um, and I'm not going to name those other outlets, but you, you can guess. I don't I don't think other outlets do credible service to the Coyotes, a professional hockey team. So it's really tough when you see a site like this that really cared. They really cared and they tried to do their best. They tried to do, do some creative things. I think if you look at what SB Nation did in the early years, they're, they're 
uh, one of the the keys to bringing analytics into hockey. There, there were a lot of good things that were done on this website over the years. So I'm really sorry to see it go. But more importantly than that, uh, I'm really sorry for the people for impacted the people, by yeah. this because it's it's not just five for howling. SB Nation did this all over the country, and I don't have a list of all the hockey sites that are going by the wayside, but it's a lot of them. It is a lot. And we want to acknowledge all of the people who have been a part of Five for Howling. We have a full list of names here if you're watching on I don't YouTube. know if it's a full list. I want to say it's that because I might have forgotten someone, but I did a lot of work. Like, and complete, I had some help. Like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you, Carl Putnam. Thank you, Jamie Eisner. Thank you, uh, Sarah Hall. Thank you, Brendan Porter. Everybody was doing work today trying to put this list together to make sure that we had everyone. I may have left a couple of names out there out of this list, but uh, I tried to get everybody on. If I missed you, my apologies. But again, thanks for what you guys did for so many years uh, to give Coyote, the Coyotes fans more coverage. Yeah, and a lot of people on this list um, still giving the Coyotes coverage and and to, to Carl, who is currently the one you know running the site. Um, Carl and Robin have their podcast locked on Coyotes, so give them their support as mm. well. Like we want to lift up, like you yeah, already we, said, yeah. there's not enough Coyotes coverage. This is a huge yep gap in in the market and anybody who can do it like we want to support them and, and for this the love is a community of the game this too. is a community for sure yeah um, and, and coyotes fans are so incredibly loyal so i hope this isn't the end i hope you know they're they're able to get on their feet and but napkin jamie i knew craig knew someone was gonna yeah, notice I was, napkin I was jamie gonna see. i had something in parentheses uh, but that sean took out uh but it said ghost rider <laughs> yes, Napkin Jamie was on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So we we Well good luck to everybody there yeah. too. It's it's the people that matter. Yeah, so absolutely. Absolutely. Um and we wanna acknowledge a mm. an, another event that's happening in yeah, just wow. a couple like, months. Leaving on a set. I know. Well here. we can try wow. and wrap it up no, nicely. Okay. But um Oceanside. It's it's oh, it's dun, done. Dun, dun. It's done. Wow. It's retiring. Are we gonna do this? Are we it's gonna shutting skating? in stores? And you can go to Oceanside for a final time on March 19th. They'll have a skate on what some people tell me is basically slush now. The ice. Oh, can you imagine this is the quality of it? So the new ownership comes in. They t they take control of the building on April 1st, and my understanding is very Gone. shortly thereafter the wrecking ball. Because if you look behind a couple of structures that were there, like the cell tower, they're gone already. I, I think. What's like, going to be there, Craig? Don't know yet. Don't know that they have not released plans, but you know it's in the middle of a business park. I don't know what they're for gonna anybody do with that's it, ever had anything to do with hockey in this community. Yeah, you've been to this building. It is damn cold, and it reminds you of being <laughs> I've back. Been ill. Yes. I've gotten ill being in that building. But that reminds you of what hockey was like yeah. in Minnesota, Michigan, the Upper Northeast. That's hockey. It's in a small building, then freezing, great ice at the time. You might be right about now, but it's honestly it's going to be sad to see it go because that was the first practice arena for these. Arizona Coyotes. Yes, it was. Back in the day, that's where they practiced. And you know where their gym was? In the parking lot. In the parking lot. <laughs> and if you think we're kidding. With their own dumbbells. We would not kid you. The players carried the dumbbells in the back of their one of the players' pickup trucks, and they do workouts in the parking lot. Can you imagine the bougie players now doing that? Also driving to practice oh, in their equipment. In their I, equipment. I love that. Yeah. Joel wow. from America West in their gear. Like I, That's not made up. You couldn't do that with a player now. There's no way uh, they would go for that. Crazy. That is unreal. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so you can, if you want to participate. I don't know if I'll skate, but I'll go. Yeah, March 19th at Oceanside. So we'll talk about it again yes. as it gets closer. But don't just wanted, my blades. wanted to acknowledge um, that as well. Um, well, let's 
veer to a more positive note for a second if you want to have yourself some fun. Head on over to Octane Raceway and Mavericks. And by the way, the Super Bowl is very soon. It is, And you know what? It's going to be chaos here in Phoenix. So if you want to go somewhere where there's a lot of space, a lot of different TVs where you can watch this game, watch the big game at Mavericks. There's dozens of 4K televisions, a 20-foot jumbotron, 5,000-square-foot restaurant with a chef-curated menu, craft beers, including Four Peaks, um, and custom cocktails. Enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks, book in advance at mavericks.com slash the big game. And also check out Octane and Mavericks every day of the week. They always have a special going on. It's a really fun place to hang out, really fun place to go with your with your kids, with your friends, with your family. And and I just talked to a friend of mine that lives in Florida, former video coach of a different team mm-hmm. coming to this uh, to Scottsdale for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. They are going to Octane. No way. Yep. That's awesome. I told them it's definitely got to look it up for their age group, a little younger than me. Um, But they're going to go check it out. Like literally any occasion you can think of. Yeah. So they're doing a bachelor party. Maybe a little hungover, but they're still going to the Octane. That's okay. There's good food. There's good Good food. Good food and plenty of bars. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Um, Well, I've been hitting underdog fantasy pretty hard, and I got to admit, I haven't been doing so hot in the pick'ems. Luckily, I just put $3 and luckily underdog gave me a a deposit match when I signed up. So it's not a huge loss for me. I'm just having fun. It makes it so much more fun to watch the games when using underdog. And if you want to participate with the pick'em game with daily fantasy, and you could do this for any sport, like not just the NHL, the NFL, if you're, if your team's out and you want to be more invested, underdog is a super fun way to do so like esports is on there any pitchers and catchers report in less than a month and i like doing pitchers yeah you love doing baseball pitch count higher or lower my favorite so just just a ton of fun stuff you can do on there it's really easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 all right final thoughts final notes just worried about the psyche of this team Worried about the psyche of this team as they go into the All-Star break. It's it's a rough run here, and I don't, it's not going to get any easier. Um, it, it just feels like they need some something to go their way. Yeah, they don't I, care I, about I, the tank. Yeah, they don't. They don't. The tank That's, gets us through these shows. We can have fun and smile, but it does not get them through mm-hmm. those two-hour plane rides back yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah, the team. What they need is that we try we try to find those positives every game. Individual performances tonight was hard. Like, I, I don't know that anybody really stood up for me. And I think we need to see, you know, he needs to have a good game tomorrow. It's Karel Vamelka. Yep, yep. he, he's had a, a few tough starts. He needs to have a good game tomorrow. Yeah. Because if he can play well tomorrow and give this team enough time to get into the game, because the first periods are always tough for this team, especially after the short trip, Karel can have a really good first period. They might have a chance to do something against one of their rivals in the desert. And, and so... I hate to put all the weight on his shoulders. He needs to have a good game tomorrow. Yep. And, and let's hope he can. A, I imagine he'll be one of the three keys. I, I, I would imagine he will be. Um, JMT keys. said, can the Coyotes play the Toronto? I know. <laughs> play Toronto again? I, I wait till they get in the Atlantic Division and then they will, <laughs> which moving. is coming. They're, they're inching slowly across yeah. the country. Um, well, we promised, well, I promised we would end the show on a positive note. So I'm going to do that because we have a really oh. exciting show coming up. On Monday at 11.30 a.m., Coyotes general manager Bill Armstrong will be joining us live in studio to talk 
the state of the tank, talk some trade deadline, talk the upcoming NHL draft. So we're really, really excited to check in with Coyotes GM Bill Armstrong. That's Monday at 1130 a.m. So be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you don't miss it. You're not going to want to miss this. Yeah, and, 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 and the most exciting part for me is he's coming in the studio live because at our old studio, at the old location, we had the French Bulldogs live, right? <laughs> yeah. No word yet if Bill's bringing Coach the Powers Frenchies in. I don't know. Jeff Tui was there live. Coach Powers was there live. Josh Doan was in live. Yeah. This is the first guest we've had in this studio live, is it not? Am I right or am I wrong? For PHNX Coyotes, yes. Yeah, well, ours, yeah. yeah. HK yep. on the other shows. <laughs> but the yep. Gar show. Yeah, so this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And he's yep. kind of a big deal. He yeah. is kind of a big deal. Huh. Also a big man. Yeah, he's very big, so he won't yep. need the footstool. He won't nope. need the footstool. No, not going to offer that to him. <laughs> We're going to be nervous for that one. I can't wait. Can we drink at 11? <laughs> Buddy. We the answer, by the way, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking oh, forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun because, you know what, one thing Bill is, he's honest and he's going to tell us. I mean, he gets the process and what they're doing, so he's going to be able to give us some insight on this. And I am really curious to talk about the draft because – you know this whole season has been about his scouts getting out and getting that right player because if they pick one, we all know he's going to take. We're pretty sure we think he's going to get a two. But three, four, five? Yeah. You know the other thing that Bill is? As you, you start to talk to him, you discover he's a really good storyteller too. So I'm Fantastic. I'm, yeah, so I'm hoping we, can't wait. We're hoping we get some good anecdotes can't, too. Can't wait. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah. So tune in for that. But before then, we'll be live again tomorrow night on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel after the Coyotes take on the Vegas Golden Knights. So tune in then. Like this video. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast as well. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Stay tuned on YouTube because we got Suns postgame coming up. We got Sun Devils postgame coming up after that. Lots of stuff going on all the time. And you can follow all of us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePause, and of course at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.